What is up? This is Take It or Leave It. Coming at you on a Monday. Monday what? November 11th. 11th because... 11-11. Make a wish. What's up? Oh, 11-11. Yeah. November 11th. is 11th month. Okay. 11th I was thinking day. 2011. I was like, that was a long time ago. <laughs> um, the reason I remember it was the 11th is because tomorrow is the 12th. The drop of Disney Plus. Disney Plus comes out, which I have not gotten yet because apparently the bundle with Hulu and ESPN Plus doesn't drop until tomorrow. Like, so I'm just gonna wait and get that because it's only like five, six bucks more a month, and then I can cancel Hulu, which I'm already paying like twelve bucks for, right. and get all three. So very exciting. I'm very excited because it's it's got a lot. Uh, we don't, well, I don't know why we're talking about this, but it's I mean, important. It is, yeah, because it includes ESPN Plus, ESPN, and Hulu has live sports. And I said that because now they're giving me Disney a check. Disney owns ESPN, which is sports. Yes. Now it's important. This is important. Yes. Okay. Um, we've got a lot to go over. A lot of college football today, as usual. And we're going to start it off with this. We're going to get into our Week 11 recap by starting out with number 17, Minnesota. No longer 17 anymore. We'll get to that later. Number 17, Minnesota beats number 4, Penn State, 31-26. to 26. Huge upset. Penn State was a lot of people, including, I don't want to throw shade, including Easton's, for now, one of his favorites for the playoff. Yeah, and I said I said if they won this past week that they jumped to number four. I had them at number five. Oh, that's right. Okay, so and you then, didn't have them in yet. And the CF, CF people already had them at number four. They did. I was like, that's that's a little pretentious. Like, let's wait a week and see how they do. But they they went for it, and I, I don't know if they cursed them or what, but they I'm, they got beat up. Here's the thing. Minnesota has looked really good the past couple weeks. What I'm confused about is where did they come from? Like... We were just talking before the show. It wasn't like they were, they've were they been a very good team all year. Right. They struggled with the likes of South Dakota State only winning by seven. Fresno State only, only winning that game by three. Georgia Southern only won that game by three. And Purdue, who, who clearly has not been great this year. And then they, from that point on, for Illinois, Nebraska, Rutgers, Maryland, rolled all of them like... Like, they were nothing. They're on a Big Ten tear. I guess so. And then beat Penn State. So, I guess, you know, we kind of just came to the conclusion there's just a different team at this point. And and college teams get better throughout the year. Right. I don't think I've seen one get this much better, though. Like, Yeah. I don't know if it's something with with their, uh, you know, chemistry is just really falling into place or if they kind of found their niche and their play calling, but something does look different and they're playing well. Yeah. I don't know how long it'll last or if it will continue to last. Um They've got a if big I'm not game mistaken, this week. Another big one coming up. Another yeah? Big Ten matchup. Yes, against Iowa this week. Uh, and then they'll have you down the road. I believe uh, they play in two games. Yeah. Don't they play Ohio State as well here no. pretty soon? No, they, they don't play them this year. They play. Uh, they play Iowa, and then they play us. And or no, 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 Northwestern before. So they end with you. Yeah, yeah. So Iowa, Iowa Northwestern, Northwestern, and us, and then you. So they finish out then two of their last three, which will also be four or three of their last four games this season are all against ranked opponents so <laughs> minnesota's looking good but this is also very good for wisconsin if you guys get the win because now if you beat them later on you want them obviously to beat iowa because they'll either stay where they're at maybe even move up a little more if someone else loses then they'll more than likely beat northwestern than if you go in and beat them 
and there's a couple two lost teams up in that top 10 you could fight probably not for a playoff spot but a really good bowl game i think i need them to lose against iowa and then beat northwestern then lose to us because we're already a two loss team to two big 10 teams I wouldn't want that though, because I'd because if where you're at right now in for the a good rankings, bowl game, but I I want to be able to make the Big Ten championship is what I want to be able to make. So why do they have to beat Iowa? No, because oh, you need them to lose to be a two loss team, right? Okay, that's and tough. We need them to lose to so Iowa way, to be a one loss team, either, and then lose to us yeah. to to be a two loss team, and then we have the the uh, win over them, the tiebreaker. Either way, because so you're not going to make a bowl game, but you want to get the Big Ten championship. Or I'm not sorry, not a bowl game. You're not going to make a playoff game. No, we're not going to make playoffs, but so we should you to still get the... a pretty good bowl bowl game. Yeah, no, of course. and I'm hoping for the Big Ten championship. Okay, so you'd rather them lose to Iowa. Yeah, and then okay, they can do lose to Iowa, do whatever against Northwestern, gotcha. and then we have to beat them. Gotcha. Okay, um, on to the big game of the week game of the year if you will so far yeah uh, number two lsu beats number three alabama 46 to 41 in a shootout that really uh, you you mentioned this what you saw the article what was the title of that article or, or, or it was kind of oh yeah it said lsu survives alabama 46 41 which if you watched the game was not the case no Alabama um, was or not Alabama. LSU was in the driver's seat the entire game. Yeah, and you, then Alabama just came out had a heck of a third quarter. Fantastic third quarter. That's the only quarter that they had. You still never felt like LSU was going to lose. But Alabama but, was definitely dominated uh, in the third quarter. They dominated. I think they shut out LSU in the third quarter and they scored. Well, I mean, I can probably get the box score up pretty quick, but um, other all in all, fantastic game. It ended up being a shootout, which is funny because. These LSU Bama games usually aren't. They they used to be these ground and pound teams with good defenses, and now they're just both throwing the ball over the field, scoring forty plus. Um, so yeah, I mean if, Alabama definitely dominated the third quarter. It wasn't as good as as dominant as I thought. They only scored one touchdown in the third. They did shut out LSU in the third, uh, but the reason it felt like that was because they did score less than uh, twenty seven seconds into the fourth quarter. So um, they did outscore LSU in the second half 28 to 13 so that's kind of huge so um but again that's lsu really at that point yes lsu was still aggressive but for the most part they're just trying to kill that game like they're trying to they they got a huge lead they want to kill it so uh, they did a good job in doing that they get the w um we don't know what the playoff ranking the cfp rankings are going to look like at this point but you would assume bama would drop out um and LSU would jump to number one. So uh, in the AP and coaches polls, that's not the case. LSU didn't jump to number one, but Bama did not drop out. Bama dropped to four. Right. So we'll see if the CFP committee agrees. As much as I want to see Bama drop out because of my absurd opinion of them not making the playoff this year, right. I, I, I would not be surprised and I wouldn't be upset if they stayed at four simply because you go in against a team that's already ranked higher than you, and now the country, I'm assuming, will all be in agreement is the number one team in the country, and you only lose by five points. You yeah. could argue that, okay, so wouldn't they be the second best or the third or fourth best team in the country if it was that close to of a gap? To hang with them like that. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't know what the committee's going to do, but we'll see what happens. Crazy, other- yeah, crazy stat. Joe Burrow threw 
over 79. It was 79, Completion almost 79 and a half percent. Yeah, yeah, against Bama and Nick just, Saban. Yeah. He, Joe Burrow is just playing fantastic. Out of his mind. Yep. So I'm, I'm expecting him to go super high in the draft uh, when that comes. I, I'm torn at this point as like a Dolphin fan of like who I'd rather see the Dolphins get. Because well, I mean, what where's the Dolphins pick going to be now? Right. You know? if, we, if the season ended, we'd be at five, yeah. which I think. Wait, seriously? Even with the second win? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. So because everybody else won too, the Jets won, the Falcons won. Okay. Um, the Redskins didn't and the Bengals didn't, but they were already ahead of us, so it didn't matter. Um, yeah, because honestly, it's tough because Joe Burrow's got the size and the mobility, but I do think Tua has got. I think he throws a better football. He make he can make every throw, but but Burrow but he's too. All, uh, Tua's already had injuries, already and he's still injuries. milking that ankle. That's true. And he was hurt. You could tell he was hurt hurt in the LSU game. Remember, Burrow got hurt at Ohio State, and that's part of the reason that uh, Dwayne Haskins beat him out for the starting job. So they both have injuries, but it's hard. I'll put it this way. I would not be upset with either. (laughs) They're both very good. They're incredible. Um, Next game, Texas beats Kansas State 27-24. So Texas is on the upswing again. They beat uh, Kansas State was ranked 16, so that's a huge win for Texas. They should see. Did they jump back in the top 25 in the AP poll in the uh, coach poll? I don't know see. about the CFP obviously yet, but um, I would assume they probably jumped back up. They deserve it if they haven't. That's their Texas did jump up to 22. Okay, so Texas is ranked again. They have a chance to win out. Honestly, that their schedule softens up a little bit, um, and they're healthy finally. So. Uh, they have a chance to make Oklahoma look a little bit better as they start winning some games here and then them themselves get themselves a little higher up for a better bowl game. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know that their schedule softens up. They've got Iowa State, who just gave Oklahoma a run for their money. That's true. And they've got, who's currently ranked number 12, Baylor. And then it's true. They have the Baylor. I forgot about that because that's a big rivalry for them. In-state and then they've got rivalry. Texas Tech, which is another in-state, another rivalry, in-state rivalry, but okay. the Red Raiders have not been that so great So I guess based year. on rankings, it's... Technically softens up besides Baylor. That's a tough. That's a tough game. Uh, but you would have probably assume that Oklahoma will probably beat Baylor this week, and Baylor will drop. But uh, who knows? I mean, that's gonna be a good ball game. So, um, yeah, uh, Texas could be, keep an eye on Texas because they they are a good football team. They've had a rough go of it, but again, they were hurt. They're banged up. They're healthy now. Watch Texas finish out real strong this year. Uh, Virginia Tech unranked Virginia Tech beats number 19 Wake Forest 36 to 17 shout out to Eric congrats bro good win uh Wake Forest probably shouldn't have been up there anyways but again 19 through 25 revolving door bye-bye Wake Forest um number here you go this is for you I'm gonna let you talk about this one this next one's you this next one is me Wisconsin beats number 13 Wisconsin beats number 18 Iowa 24 22 that was it's a nail a, biter. It, yeah, it had me scared. We started off nice and hot. Um, I guess the my overall analysis is Wisconsin needs a quarterback. Jack Cohn 100%. is just not getting it done. Um, I, I want to see Graham Mertz play. I can understand them trying to hold him, using him for the next four years. Um, but keep his red shirt. Right. But you know, it's, I I I just. I can't handle it, dude. Just missing open passes, missing easy passes. You know, every once in a while he throws a good ball. He's got good moments, but he's not a good overall quarterback. I agree. But you guys as a team are so frustrating because you guys start, I feel like you've started almost every game really hot. 
I mean, even the Illinois game, they had to come back and win. The Ohio State game goes into halftime, a tough ball game. It looked like their toughest game of the year. They come out second half and just destroy you guys. And so it's so frustrating. I don't know what it is, but you guys come out. I wish you guys could keep that fire and keep that that intensity throughout the whole game because if you you were at the beginning of the year and that's why I said you're one of the five teams that just looks different from everybody else I don't know what happened uh, JT how about that game for him though yeah he looked good 31 carries 250 yards unfortunately did not get in the end zone on the ground did he get in on through the air uh he did not so no, he did not I, get in the end zone which is yeah odd so he's still stuck at 19 touchdowns overall in the season, 15 rushing, four passing or receiving, um, but a huge day on the ground for JT. Uh, next up, and last but not least, number nine, Oklahoma. Now, if you want to talk about surviving something, number nine, Oklahoma survived Iowa State. They won 42 to 41, and they were up pretty comfortably, and Iowa State came back and almost won the game. Luckily for Oklahoma, they were able to hold on, especially poor Jalen Hurts, who, good gosh, can't catch a break. He If, if they had 70 other Jalen Hurts on that roster, because I think college rosters keep about 75 guys on the, on the roster, they would be so nasty. He goes 18 of 26, 273 yards, three touchdowns. He did throw a pick, but he also carried the ball. Uh, 22 times for 68 yards and two more touchdowns. So another five plus five plus touchdown games. So obviously he had five this game, but he's had multiple games like that this year. Um, we'll have to see where he lies in our Heisman Heisman watch this week. At least for Easton and I, we might have different ideas. But he put on another show, and once again, this close game almost loss uh, has nothing to do with him whatsoever. He did everything he could do. Yeah, and I mean after watching. I guess not just this game, but overall. I mean, you know C.D. Lamb's going to go high in the draft. He's incredible. He's yeah. top 10. He's potentially a top 10 pick. Yeah. He's so good. He had eight receptions, 167 yards, and two touchdowns. So Yikes. Averaged 20.9 yards per catch. Incredible day for C.D. Lamb. He will make, I will say I saw an interesting, obviously mock drafts are way too early right now. But I saw one that had the Dolphins getting Tua and CeeDee Lamb. Could be a little, could be interesting little combo right there. That'd be nice kind for of the like offense a, jumpstart. It'd be hard to upgrade Jerry Judy or any other wide receivers for that matter. Right. But I'd say CeeDee Lamb is kind of a little bit of an upgrade. He's kind of a mixture of all of them. Great yeah. route runner, very fast, great hands. Not that he's much better than any of them. He's just, he is, I would take him over, over Alabama's receivers. Not by much. Again, they're all very good. But that'd be an interesting combo. Yeah, um, you still need. I still think you need to upgrade the O line, or they just need to actually work harder. That's my but, thing. I mean, they're winning. Game. Oh shoot, we're talking about NFL. Crap! Stop. Okay. One more thing. That's my thing. I I'd prefer an edge rusher, a quarterback, and an O line O lineman. But if we get a running back and a really good receiver, eh, you know, we'll be exciting at least. <laughs> All right. Sorry for the NFL crap. Now that we got that out. Uh, we're going to move on to our, we're going to do the CFP ranking predictions again. Uh, we, we might do this every week, might not. We're per kind request of, of myself. Yeah, Eason felt it, and it's a very interesting week to do it, so we thought, why not? Yeah. So we'll run through it real quick. Do you want to go first, or well, uh, I, should we just go one by one like we usually do? Yeah, we'll go one by one, but I mean, I think the first overall pick mm-hmm. should be unanimous Ohio's, as LSU. 
You're so dumb. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> uh, yeah, I've got, I've got LSU. Um, again, I think we talked a little bit last week how we don't like Ohio State being on top last week, but there is an argument because their strength of schedule is a little slightly better than LSU. Or, yeah, better than LSU's. Not anymore. I mean, with that game, them playing Maryland and blowing them out and LSU adding Alabama to their list of top 10 teams that they have now beaten, you there's zero argument for who has the toughest schedule this point at this point of the season and uh, who's been the most impressive. LSU is number one, and if they come out tomorrow night with Ohio State as number one, I may not watch I'll be shocked. I will be, be absolutely shocked. shocked. 100%. I, at that point, it will be there. There's an issue like yeah. with this with this committee. Yeah, um, someone from the Big Ten runs it. Yeah, <laughs> and so I'm assuming maybe I'm assuming you've got Ohio State number two. Yes. Okay. Yes. So after all that being said, Ohio State <clears throat> still is potentially even compared to LSU, probably the most well-rounded team because they got a defense. Offense, I don't but, think is as good as LSU's, but the defense is stupid good. They have lost a key part of that defense. Chase Young. Yes. Chase Young, and we will talk about that. Let's actually talk about that now really okay. quick. Let's insert that How here. outrageous yeah. is this story that yeah. he gets a loan a few years ago, however long ago, last year, two years ago. It was, was it last year? When did they play in the Rose? It was for when they played in the Rose Bowl. From a family member or family friend, he wanted his girlfriend to come watch him at the Rose Bowl. So he takes a loan to fly her out and has it all paid back at this point. Right now, it's all paid back. They told on themselves, not that they thought they did something wrong, just in case, just to be safe. Cover their tracks in case it was the wrong thing to do. And the NCAA says, yes, it was the wrong thing to do. And even though you paid it back, even though you came forward and told us about it, four game, which is what they're expecting. I don't think they've ruled anything yet. Four game suspension. Which is huge because he got suspended. For, wait, is that including last game, you think? Including Maryland. So just until the to, end of the you year. Yeah, you'd so have to be, it would be through the rest of their games. Regular season, yeah. Yes. Which is huge because they've got they've, they've got some games coming up, and then obviously he'd be there for the Big Ten, Big Ten championship. championship. But well, I mean, I mean they've, they've got Rutgers, which I mean But don't they still a, have Penn State and Michigan? Problem. And then they've got Penn State, and then they've got Michigan. Those are huge. Yep. Yes, Ohio State should beat them. Yes, they're a better football team than both of those teams. Those are huge rivalry games that even on a bad season for Michigan or Penn State or a bad season for Ohio State, anybody can win that game, Because either of those games. I, I, w- I would say that Ohio State in Michigan Wolverines is one of arguably top two all-time uh, rivalries in sports. In, in sports history. Not college football, in right. sports. Yeah. Like, it's up there with Yankees, Red Sox, Ravens, Steelers. It that is a Auburn, Alabama. Yeah. Th- that is a hundred percent agree. Top three to five sports rivalries. Period. Not in college football. Um, so they are apparently trying to get that lowered, reduced. reduced. And I hope they get it. He shouldn't be suspended at all. Uh, yeah. I, I didn't read the whole story. I thought he just got a loan from a family friend. I was like, that's from a family friend. Like It was a family friend. But but what, so first when I heard that. It doesn't that, sound like it's for, like hearing that story that it's for his girlfriend to fly her out to come watch the game. What? Maybe four okay, or 500 so that, bucks? That doesn't help. That doesn't help him with his education or with his sports ability. No. So, so that doesn't make sense to me that he's getting fined by them for his for his ability to play sports. No, I mean, it's it's ridiculous. Well, it's not. It's just the fact that he accepted money. And 
but like you said, it has nothing to do. It's not like he's accepting money to go throw a game or accepting or money accepting money to, to go because to go playing. to school yeah, to yeah, play. Yeah, he. You know, it wasn't a scholarship or an under I, the table scholarship. Yeah, and I take back what I said. It probably wasn't four or five hundred bucks because it was. It would have been plane tickets, round trip. I'm assuming plus Rose Bowl tickets. So it was clearly over a thousand dollars. But regardless, it was a family friend. It's what he can't accept a cut like a, a friend's mo- like money so, just to bring his. I don't understand. I don't understand. So it. let me ask you this: Every player in the NCAA can't get twenty dollars on their birthday from their grandma. Is that what you're telling me? So that's where I think it's a little different because it's family. You know what I mean? So but family from when there's no relation. If I'm an NCAA player and you give me a twenty dollar Buffalo Wild Wings gift card. On my birthday, is that illegal? I have no clue. Dude. That's ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense. It's ridiculous. What, what what shocks me is, even say he didn't have it paid back yet, even say he, he wasn't going to pay it back. In the fr- the family friend just wanted to bless the dude in Pfizer. Who gives a rip? Right. I don't get it, and it's ridiculous. And at the same time as all this is happening, he's potentially the number one overall pick in the upcoming NFL draft. Potentially, the potential yeah. NBA number one overall pick was also suspended for a game or indefinitely whatever it was for a similar situation for Penny Hardaway, who is his coach right now in college, paid for help pay for his family to move at, at some point when he was in high school or something like helped him out. And so that's a little bit you could almost think like that's a little bit more destructive. But it, still, it, like yeah, that sounds like it's a little bit more influential. Like I'll pay for you guys to move come to, come to school if here, you yeah. come to school yeah. here. Yeah. But I don't think it was that type of situation. It doesn't. I, I don't. I wouldn't expect that from Penny Hardaway, yeah. honestly. But if it was okay, I can understand like them getting punished for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this has nothing to do with the reason he's going to Ohio State yeah. or the reason he's playing football. It was just he's already at Ohio State. He's yeah. already playing well. He's in the Rose Bowl. Right. I want my girlfriend to come. Right. It's ridiculous. So it, NCAA sucks. And it's not like you can go sucks. to the bank and be like, hey, I need a loan to get my girlfriend to California. Yeah, they like, do give you a personal loan. <laughs> yeah, no, they won't. It's ridiculous. So Plus, you have to pay interest back. What gets me is, like I said, even if he wasn't ever going to pay it back, who cares? He paid it back. Like, it's it's over with. He, it's it's not there. Like, it's so frustrating. Anyways, got to move on. The It's a Roger uh, Goodell move. It It's so disgusting, dude. Um, all right, so we both said number two, Ohio State. Yep. Uh, who you got number three? Number three, I have Clemson. Same. For the fact that they're still yeah. undefeated. And, I mean, yeah, it was NC State, whatever. But they're still undefeated. You you just can't really look away from that fact. They're the you know reigning champs currently. What stinks about Clemson is you know the committee said, you know what, no one's been impressed with, with Clemson, so let's put them at number five. But we know LSU or Auburn's get or LSU or – Bama's going to lose this week, so no matter yeah. what, they're going to bump back. They're going to yeah. bump up. And and that sucks because they still have not been impressive, impressive and they're not going to be tested, period, I don't think, until the playoffs. Because they've got, you know, I, I, at this point, it's all ACC play. The whole ACC sucks. So their biggest test is going to be the ACC championship game. Yeah, I mean, their their next game is, is going to be Wake Forest. So they're, oh, they're ranked. Not anymore. Not anymore. And then they their last game is South Carolina, who's okay. So that's an okay. out of conference, but in South Carolina's played some good games. They've had some upsets against ranked teams, right? But they come on. upset Georgia, yeah. But so I mean, that would be great if they <clears throat> lost that game and just because I'm not bought into this Clemson team, but whatever. Um, so yeah, I've got them number three as well. You got Georgia number four. 
I do not. Who you got? I've got Alabama number four. So you put them at number four. Okay. I did. I wanted to, but I felt my reasoning for Georgia was I'm I their loss was worse than Bama's loss. Obviously, LSU is the best loss you can have, especially a close loss to LSU. However, Bama, I believe, only has one ranked win, and that was A&M, I believe. Can you check me on that? I'm going to keep going while you check on that. Uh, yep, when Texas A&M was ranked number 24. Okay, so that is, so and again, when they were ranked, mm-hmm. and they were only 24. So yep. that's their one ranked win. They do have a, a ranked game to end out the season. They should Auburn. stay ranked against Auburn. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. So, so that's my thing is Georgia, yes, their loss was worse. But it was to a number it was 10 an un, team. It was an unranked team. Top 10 team. I'm sorry? It was, no, they, no, no, it was, it was a, South it, Carolina. It was an unranked South Carolina yeah. team who's given people fits. Mm-hmm. So definitely a worse loss. But they have two ranked wins in Notre Dame, who, yes, stumbled for a couple weeks in a row, but they are still a legitimate team. And they're still 15th as of right now in the CFP rankings. And then the other win against the number 10 in the CFP rankings, Florida. So their wins were just more impressive to me to forgive that that South Carolina loss, I guess. Um, that's my only reasoning, but I think these two are interchangeable. You could go, they, they could put Alabama four or they could put Georgia four, and, and I wouldn't be upset at either. Um, I just thought I'd be more likely to, not that you have to forgive the LSU loss. It was a great game. Was at home, and they hadn't lost, what, 30-plus games 32 at home? 32 or something straight, like that at yeah, home? straight home games, so... Yeah. That sucks a little bit, but again, a five-point loss against the against the, number one what I think team. is the best team in the country. Yeah. So yeah, either way, I, I don't mind who whoever gets number four yeah. here. And of number course, five, I, I have Georgia, so it, had, it makes sense. And I had Bama five, so yeah. I, very interchangeable, very close there. Yep. Uh, who you got number six? This was interesting to me. Number six, I have Oregon. Me too. Okay. I almost wanted to sneak Minnesota there. I know I couldn't because of their early games, and Oregon's just been way more impressive to me. And their only loss but was Auburn. Just that like underdog thing. I just wanted to put Minnesota there. I couldn't do it though. Yeah, Oregon's again. Oregon's one loss is extremely forgivable. Auburn's still a very good football team, and uh, I think Oregon, if they played Auburn again, I think Oregon probably win by two touchdowns. I think Oregon's gotten that much better throughout the season, and Auburn's gotten maybe slightly worse or just plateaued. They haven't really done made it made much of a difference throughout the season i think oregon would be auburn by a couple touchdowns now um okay so we're, we're only in disagreements in one place and we actually agree very closely like it's just very it's interchangeable. Five, yeah. yeah so not bad there let's jump to our heisman watch and get to three b's um heisman watch we're not gonna spend too much time on this except i think we might have a differing opinion at number one um and it's and to me again very interchangeable but there's just one specific thing that keeps me going back to Jalen Hurts at number one and it's it's simply the the dual threat that he has of 2,700 passing yards on 73 percent completion percentage 24 touchdowns only four interceptions but then listen to he's got 870 rushing yards and 15 rushing touchdowns I don't know if you noticed but that's the same amount of rushing touchdowns as JT. And I know he gets to choose when he runs the ball. I, I know that. But, I mean, he so that gives him 39 total touchdowns with only four picks. And as far as yardage goes, over 3,500 yards, total yards. So 
I just could not. I actually lined this up when I wrote this first. I had Joe Burrow, number one. And then I looked at his stat line, and I just like, I cannot take Hurts out of this this number one spot. And just because of the the, the dual threat action. So I'm assuming you got Joe Burrow, number I one. Do. Who's got two yards shy of 3,200 passing yards. Incredible. So clearly more passing yards. What's that? 33 like? passing touchdowns. Incredible. And three rushing touchdowns. He only has four picks on the season as well. I think they're they each have four there, right? Yep, both have four picks. So I mean, when I'm when I'm thinking of uh, a Heisman, yeah, it's awesome that he's a dual threat, but Joe Burrow, I think, is better at his job of being a quarterback. Sure. Oh no, there's no doubt there. I mean, so that, I, that's why I like him, and he's he's got seventy eight point nine percent completion on the season. Incredible. Absolutely that's just incredible. Unreal. The only thing I had, and I, he is a better quarterback. If we're looking at who's the best quarterback in the country right now, I'm looking at Tua, I'm looking at Burrow, and like it, that's kind of it. Maybe throw Justin Fields in there, but again, his his production is not there, and it's not his fault. It's just the team is very efficient. So, but but when I look at Heisman, I think Heisman is full body, and so then I got to look at, I just got to compare it, and so. Burrow's got slightly less than 200 rushing yards, so total yardage he's he's approaching 30. What is that? 30. He'd be over 3,400. 400 yards. Yeah. Um. No, he'd be a little less. I think a little less than 3,400 yards because he got 3,198 and 189. Right. I think he'd be a little less than yeah. He'd be a little less than 3,400 yards. 3,387. Yeah. Whereas. Hertz has, I mean, gosh, 2742 plus eight. 2740. Yeah, I mean, he, he's got over 3,500 yards. 2740 and what else? 2742 and 869. So, I mean, he's over 3,600. 3, so, he's over 3,600. Um, so, it's just the amount of yards and then the amount of touchdowns as well. Uh, I think Burrow has 36 total mm-hmm. to 39 total for, for Hertz. So, again, I think these are interchangeable because I totally agree Burrow is the better quarterback, but. As, 33 as, passing touchdowns it's, it's it's actually stupid it's ridiculous uh do you have two at third or do you have hertz second or two a second hertz second okay hertz so second. then two a third i'm assuming yeah. who again he missed a game so think about this missed a game so a game less than these guys he's got 31 passing touchdowns mm-hmm. and he's got he's he does have less two yards rushing. about Close to 2,600 yards. And then, yeah, the two rushing. So only 33 total there, but again, 31 passing touchdowns and only three picks. One came against LSU. Yeah. Did he throw a pick? He did. Yes. He threw a pick. Um, He's got 70.9 completion percentage. What was Hertz completion? We we mentioned Burroughs 78.9. Hertz is 73.3. So they're all above that 70 mark, which is just absurd. Um, Did you bump up JT up to fourth? Uh, JT Fields. I kept Fields at fourth, but but I know I told you this earlier. I was gonna actually put Chase Young in and kind of drop JT out, but then JT went off, and Chase Young is dealing with this crap where he can't play right now. So I kind of held off on that. So I kept JT at five and Justin Fields at four. Yeah, so JT's got over fourteen hundred yards total yards, hundred fifty receiving. 1260 uh rushing and 19 total touchdowns still lingering at that 19 total he will hit 20 and i think he'll probably finish the season around 25 26 um but yeah no workhorse 250 yard game you can't drop him out of the rankings at that point with a 250 yard game and then averaging 6.1 yards a carry yeah i mean so again it's i look at that and i'm like oh it's 
not as good as he as he used to be, but it's 6.1 yards a carry still, you know what I mean? Like just because he averaged 7 yards a carry last year doesn't mean 6.1 isn't impressive still. Um and then Justin Fields again I just don't love his completion percentage, 68.2, which is great, but compared to the other guys, doesn't compare. And then only 1860 passing yards. He does have 27 touchdowns and one pick. That's really the stat line right there that keeps him in this ranking for me is the the touchdowns to turnover ratio. So 27 touchdowns, one pick, and then 10 rushing touchdowns with another 350 yards on top of that. So 37 um, total. 37 total touchdowns to one pick. It's pretty impressive. That's why... I keep him up here, um, and I can't I can't drop him down. Um, but yeah, so that's our. Did you have those switched, or did you have those four and five Hertz or Fields four? I GT5 I had or? I had JT four and Justin Fields okay. five. Okay. I and I, I don't they could be either way, and it's just because looking at those other quarterbacks and looking at Justin Fields, who's having a great year, that he's just like. Eh. You know, compared to those other three. Yeah, which is wild because, what, like, like, again, the 37 touchdowns is right. to look at that and be like, eh, it's like, yeah, it's really not that, I guess. It, it's the it's the yardage yeah. and the completion percentage. Yeah, he's only, yeah, he's got 1,800 passing, 300 rushing. I mean, yeah. 300 rushing is impressive. And, again, that's but, like, a lot of that defense, man. That defense yeah. puts him in great field position. And, and he's got a great running He's game. under 70% completion, which mm-hmm. is he's 2% below, 68.2. Yeah. It's, it's, not, it's not bad stats. Yeah, but compared to those, other, so I'm just thinking, yeah, these other quarterbacks are doing all this, you know. So what's funny is it, our list really hasn't changed much over the year. Yeah, over the year, one or but, two people have jumped on, jumped off, which but. is why I'm kind of thinking to just slim it to three because I don't think there's a competition outside of the, the three we have at, at top. You know what I mean? Top three. It would it would take a lot from JT or Justin Fields oh, to yeah. take over this this yeah. award. It is between Tua, Hertz, and Burrow, and yeah, I mean it's it could go to any of them, yep. and so I it's it's almost to that point where it's just like, just let's just look at these top three and see how they change over the less rest of the season. Yeah. I'm trying um, to think who else jumped in and jumped out. I know um, Jerry Judy for a little bit because he, uh, he had a couple. Jerry big Judy games jumped in beginning. for for Dark Horse, uh, and uh, Sam Ellinger was in there for a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, That's really it. We uh, think about Chase Young. Did, we didn't. Did we have Trevor Lawrence in there? We didn't have him in there. We had his his running back Etn. And for, for a second, for the maybe. first week, yeah, just because he went off that first week, yeah, and he's a great back. Um, all right, I think that's about it. I think that's pretty much it. There might have been one more that we're missing, but yeah, I, I, think, I think there's one really... other quarterback that jumped in for a week or something. Yeah. I can't remember who though. Can't remember either. Don't matter. There's only three now. <laughs> all right, um, let's finish it up with some three Bs. We'll go over our last week's three Bs really quick. And when I say really quick, I'm just gonna tell you right off the top. I went four for six. Um, or four out of six, and Easton went two out of six. So I am now 60 out of 95 for the season. Easton is 53 out of 95 for the season. Our percentages didn't change. I'm still at 63%. He's at 57%. Um, Those games were obviously Penn State at Minnesota. Minnesota did win. I took Minnesota and the points, but I did take Penn State to win. Yeah, and I doubled down on Penn State, and it killed me. Yeah, so... uh, I went 50%. He did not get anything there. Then we both uh, went 50% on the LSU-Bama game because we said if Tua plays, we'll take LSU in the points, but we'll take Bama to win. Um, we were both right on LSU in the points, but LSU take, took the game. I mean, so impressive win by them. And then uh, Kansas State and Texas. I did take Texas to win, and I did take te- Kansas State in the points. So you're 100% um, there. 100% there. And, and I was Kansas State double down. 
Okay, so you went 50% there. So um, jumping to this week, we've got three great games again. I mean, the, the, the season is getting to that nitty-gritty point where every week we're going to have great games. And we're going to start it out this week with number five, Georgia. Now, this is based on the AP poll, the rankings, because obviously CFP is not out yet. Number five, Georgia takes on number 13, Auburn, at Auburn. And Georgia is a road favorite. Georgia is a three-point favorite, so we got a home dog in in, in Auburn. Um, what are you feeling in this game? Uh, this game, I doubled down on Georgia. Going I, Georgia, Georgia. Yep, I think uh, Jake Fromm had one bad week, and it really showed against South Carolina, like we okay. talked about before. And I feel like this is where they're going. Like, hey, we're sitting here. For the AP poll, they're number five. You know, so this is our big push. We need to get in that playoff uh, talk. So if they can get a big win here against Auburn, I think it'll really help getting them in that top four. Gotcha. I also like the way they've been playing. My only hesitation here is that it's at Auburn, so that makes me a little nervous. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go with my gut. I'm gonna take the same Georgia cover uh, and win the the, the ball game. Um, I just like the way they've been playing, and I think you're right. I think they, they are so close to that playoff. I don't think they're going to fold. No, they've I been very gonna, aggressive. I they mean, have You've been. seen a couple, like, top, uh, you know, just top plays from their from their players just really going all out. They had that uh, play where the running back literally stretched out one-hand catch. Yeah. Like, it's He's just they, they look like they're playing for keeps right now. Yeah, I like them. I like them. Yep. Uh, next up, number seven, Minnesota, at number 23, Iowa. Iowa is favored in this game by two and a half points. I am going Minnesota. I'm going to keep riding the hot the hot okay. hand, honestly. Um, I, it could blow up in my face, but I'm going to take Minnesota all the way. I'm going to take them to, to upset Iowa, win this game. Again, it scares me that they're at Iowa, but I'm just going to take the hot hand. They've they've impressed. Now, oh, now i got to think about that, though, because they just came off of a highly emotional game against Penn State. Could be a trap game. I'm sticking Minnesota. I'm, I'm going to take Minnesota. All right. I'm riding a tightrope here. I'm going with Iowa to win, but Minnesota in the points. Okay. I am on a tightrope. So you're looking for a one-point to two-point win here for Iowa. Yes. And that is for the fact that Minnesota, Minnesota every time they've played a, uh, a Big Ten team, it's been a very close game. There's There's been one team that they, I forget who it was, that they blew out. I think it was Rutgers, maybe. They did blow out Rutgers uh, and Maryland. And, and Iowa's played every Big Ten, Big Ten team close. I mean, Wisconsin game was two points. Michigan game was seven points. Um, I think they blew out Northwestern. But besides that, they've been very close. So both these teams play Big Ten teams very close, and they're both playing very well. So I expect it to be a super close game. So I'm riding a tightrope here. Iowa to win because I really need it. <laughs> and it's more of an emotional pick. But uh, I got Minnesota in the points. Your daddy's going to be rooting hard. Yep. Go Hawkeyes. <laughs> uh, and last but not least, number 10, Oklahoma at number 12, Baylor. I believe this is uh, Saturday, what is it, uh, college game day, correct? Because um, didn't didn't, isn't that what you got on your phone, like? Watch out, Baylor. We're coming to your city for college Wake, game. No, they're here. going to Waco, Texas. Yeah, for Baylor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, no, yes. Um, so, sorry about that, Oklahoma. 
<laughs> number 10, Oklahoma at number 12, Baylor. College game day. Oklahoma is favored by 10. So Baylor is a 10-point home dog. Seems like a lot to me. What do you got in this game? Uh, this game, I do have Oklahoma winning, but I have Baylor in the points. I think Baylor's been playing well, and they've been not necessarily like... Um, I'm losing the word. Like they've been for Oklahoma. No, for Baylor, that they've mm-hmm. been not looked down on, but they've been kind of like quiet-ish, a little overlooked. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm. But they've quietly climbed up to twelve. Yeah, yeah. So I think that this week that they're really going to put on a show. But I think Oklahoma is the better team, so Oklahoma will win. But Baylor will be in the points. So I think I'm going to agree here 100 percent because Baylor is at home, so they're going to play tough. There's playoff implications. That's tough. As well as Oklahoma's just been struggling with everybody the past few games, uh, no matter how good Jalen Hurts plays. So um, it's funny because half my gut tells me this is the game. Oklahoma's going to blow up and blow them out. And the other half of my gut says, no, Oklahoma will win, but it'll be another very close game. I'm going to go with that half of the gut. I'm taking Oklahoma to win, but I will take Baylor in the points this game. I can see it being a three-point game maybe. Um, I think Baylor will play really good and put a put a. Be, I think they'll be a tough out for for Oklahoma. So uh, that's all we got for three Bs. Hopefully, we can continue. We're both doing really well. Easton's right with the pros. I'm a little above the pros. Again, mine will probably come down below sixty percent before the season's over. But maybe not. I've been saying that for a while now, and I'm getting lucky. So I'm gonna keep riding it. Um, that's all I've got today. Do you have anything else, Easton? Um, the only really news I had was Arkansas's head coach got fired, mm. but I mean, that's not really surprising. It's probably about time. Yeah. <laughs> He's yikes. They, they, they've become the laughing stock not only of the SEC, but of the, pretty much the country. I mean, cause that is, that's gotta be one of the worst power five programs in the country. They are so bad. Yeah. And they're losing bad. Mississippi state beat them 54 to 24. Yeah. So Auburn yeah. beat them fifty-one to ten. I mean, it, this I is Bama not the that. Arkansas. Wasn't that the game that Bama won with Mac Jones or, or... forty-eight to seven? Yeah. So it was time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, it's just not the Arkansas team that I knew. You know, like Ole Miss beat them thirty-one to seventeen. It's who Arkansas? Who? It's like they're not even. It doesn't feel like they're in a, a top program like the SEC. You know, it's just. They need to go get themselves a horse around. Go die. Oh, go Razorbacks. <laughs> all so. right. That's our show. That's all we got. You can take it or leave it. Hit us up at Take It Leave It BH on Twitter. We love you guys. Peace. Take it or leave it.